What's up to the Mega Man Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. Episode 17. I have my cousin. She just came down from Oregon. My cousin, Natasha. Say what's up. Hello. Oh, Steve. <laughs> right now, I'm just uh, taking my cousin uh, out to the sceneries in Long Beach and San Pedro. She's only here for uh, a day, which fucking sucks. But right now we're probably we're driving right now to Long Beach to go to uh, go hit up a dive bar and stuff. Just hang out for a little bit and stuff. So what's up, cousin? Nothing much. I'm really excited to be here. I feel like it's really like I said. I came down here um, just to look around because I want to move here next uh-huh. year, next year. Yeah. And um, we just wanted to fill it out because normally when I come down south, it's usually to like to LA and places like that. And I love LA, but I want. I feel like. It might be a little too pretentious, mm-hmm. like a little bit more Portlandish, which I'm trying to escape right now. Like hipsterish? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like just pretentious, you know, like like I'm gonna go to the grocery store and like fucking like sweatpants or whatever, and they're gonna like hella judge me because I don't have like a fucking fashion wallet and shit. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Have you? Um, is that where Portland? Is that where hipsters were born? I wouldn't say that's where they were born. I thought I, everyone's all assuming they were born there. I mean, I feel like they're, they definitely have like a more radical and like a different, like more a different. It's a lot more different. The vibe there is a lot more different in the Pacific Northwest in general. How so? Like, like with, down here, it's a lot. When I whenever I come back, because I've been up there for so long. Yeah. I feel like it's way more fast paced down here, and um, I don't know. Like up there, I feel like people are more into like. Wilderness, being wilderness, but like I guess like being they're into the land, like they're really into like everything being local. They take a lot of pride in um, like their farming and their brews and like. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. Which is which is really cool, you know. I don't know. Um, Very natural, very green, very like holistic. Uh huh. But I don't want to like put a blanket over them because it's obviously everyone's different. But I kind of see more like. When I think of the Pacific Northwest, I kind of think about like Abercrombie's and Fitch. Hell no. Fuck no. It's more like American Apparel. American Apparel? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, snap. So, so what, Jake, what part of the city like you're looking at? Like Long Beach? uh... Um, See, because I don't have that much experience in Long Beach other than the time I was going to like come to school here after high school. Uh huh. So, the only like I said, like where I'm staying right now, closer to Signal Hill, I feel like is really nice, but yeah, it might be a little too 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 ritzy and too. Like, no, that's kind of like that. That's because what you're what you're staying at for like today, you're in the college. You're like in Long Beach State, mm-hmm. like Long Beach State and all that. So like Signal Hill, you're not even in Signal Hill. You're not even like over. You're, you're not even over the hill like all that. Yeah. You're just in Long Beach State area. Like, or that's where the, because where you're staying at, that's where all the college kids. There's dorms where that plaza is. There's a lot of dorms over there which the, uh, the Long Beach State kind of bought out and they use those as apartments. But they're actually for dorms for the, for the for the students for who go to Long Beach State and all that. Yeah, I, don't, I know nothing. That's, yeah. a, that's why I came down here like to check it out. You know, and that's why I came. Like, I mean. To me, like living in Long Beach, I've been to all the restaurants, all the breakfasts, all the breweries, the dive bars. I like it. It's settled, but sometimes in a way, I, I get kind of fucking bored. So I go to fucking like to the art district in LA. Yeah, and that's and that's what I like about it too is that there's like a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're closer. I'm 
closer proximity to like different things to do you know like if Long Beach doesn't have a lot of things yeah, and yeah. Um, that's why I didn't want to move back to Modesto oh like, f- fuck no and that's also and I love okay like, I love Portland but it's also I mean I feel like the only thing I, I've been able to find to do I mean that's just it's just me like not knowing what there is to do yeah. but outside of Portland is hiking I love that's what I that's what I like doing because like over there like when I see her Instagram you guys go into the wilderness hiking and this yeah. whatever and that's the thing I kind of like because if like like to me I I can live in the fast place but I can also live in a slow pace so it's like you know like with you and I we used to live in Modesto so we can we can go live in the slow and fast pace it doesn't matter you know but sometimes in a way the fast pace it kind of like eh, I just more want to settle down maybe because like I'm getting older and it's like I already Ooh. been through it all but yeah. I just want to I would move over there because you got fucking what six hundred fucking breweries out there. Yeah. Oh my god. Portland's tight, dude. It's tight, but it's just not. I always tell my friends up there this that like, aside hipsters aside, like aside from the hipsters, uh-huh. like I love it there, and it's like I wish I was from there. Like I wish our family was from there. That way, I would feel like more inclined and more connected in that way to mm. like want to stay forever. Oh yeah. But and and I would, but it's just something keeps pulling me back home, you know. Modesto? Not Modesto, but just in California in general. Like oh, even just like driving yeah. like along the freeway and seeing like as dry as it is, you know, and like how like unscenic as it can be, it's still like familiar and how different. Long, how long did it take you to drive from over there to here? Like 13, 14 hours? To, okay, so Uh-oh. I left at like seven because I couldn't get the day off work. Seven a.m. or seven p.m. Seven p.m. after work. Uh huh. And I got to Redding, California from Portland. I got to Redding at like 2.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. And then I left Redding, California at like 10 a.m. Got to Modesto around 2.30 p.m. I don't know why it took so long. damn. And then I got I left Modesto at like 2.45 and got here last night at like... So almost two days. Nine. Yeah. It took me like a full day, it seems like. I'm so exhausted. Okay. I always want to do this. I... But the the longest I, the furthest I've been to California is like maybe to Davis or maybe past maybe to Chico. That's it. I never went past the Redding or to the wilderness when you get up there. How is that like? It's fucking beautiful. It's all wilderness. Not really. It's not like it's not really wilderness. You go through the. Oh, you, you pass the fires. There was no. No, that's all. I think those are more east, closer to like Chico and stuff. Okay. But when I take I five, so. You like past Mount Shasta, which is like fucking huge. What about Humboldt? Majestic Humboldt. No, that's on the coast, closer to Eureka. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I did I did do that drive though up 101 to uh-huh. Oregon. Yeah. But um, so yeah, no, you go through like the Siskiyou Pass, which is on forest. You see what's called I think they're called Castle Cracks. Me and Maggie, my friend, actually did a hike. Oh my gosh, there. she is so hot. She's. She's, uh, she's beautiful. Oh my god! Please be be single one day. <laughs> Sorry if anyone wants to know who Maggie. Why well, call her Ginger Snap? She is like this, you know. Uh, oh my god! When I first saw her, and I was like, it was love at first sight. But uh, I mean, she's it's my cousin's best friend. She is so hot. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> Never mind. Those, those are bedtime stories. <laughs> those are wet dream stories. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's she's hot. She's, she's hot. Fucking beautiful. Oh my god! Oh my god! If she was single, I would snatch that girl up. She's. It's like, I'm I'm really picky who I, I'm attracted to, but for some kind of reason, that aura she has, or that vibe, or the personality, and she's very intelligent. So it's like it just 
it's a turn on and she has that and I was like oh <laughs> my god I'm gonna stop talking she's gonna fucking hear this like fucking stalker here dude <laughs> <laughs> and she's super humble too like she's oh. like one of those super like beautiful like tens you know who's like super humble and like hell yeah she's beautiful without knowing it you know like fuck I would argue with her I don't know she's gorgeous so, I would argue with you girl <laughs> I'm a good guy <laughs> I'm Mega Man <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a that's another topic. <laughs> so let's talk about like um, like are you single? Are you in a relationship or what's going on with that? Oh God. Uh, well, I'm single. Um, I don't know if I'll ever. And the thing with me is that like I always like crave like the love, but then like I can never steal the deal. Like it's like I want to like be in a relationship, but then once the guy starts showing me attention, I'm disgusted. Right now. Why? I don't know. You're like the second girl ever I heard. Because there was a girl I used to work with back in the day. And she was like, I want love and everything. But I want my space. And she was just like, I'm getting tired of you. It's over. Bye. I love me some emotionally unavailable men. Why? I think it's because... I don't... I mean... Psychologically, there has to be something going you know, wrong there. But you have daddy me, issues. I, I must. I think I do. I, can, but like, I don't know. It, it's also like just like... I think it's me and my commitment issues. If I'm going for an un- emotionally unavailable guy, things are going to be hot and passionate and, like, unpredictable. There's going to be, like, all these, like, this drama of, like, oh, what are we? Like, why don't you commit? But then, like, once they commit, then, you know, you don't want them no more. Is it be- Which is fucked up. It's really fucked up. But I think it's just, like, it comes from fear of commitment. Is it because, like, maybe your past relationships or anything like that? I think it could definitely be, like, yeah. Like, I was with my baby daddy for, like, ten years, and it was a really... I love, I still love him to this day, and I respect him. But it was a really fucked up relationship. How was How was your communication with them? It was bad. It sounded a lot like you and your your latest baby mama. Yeah, yeah. You know, it sounded it was really toxic like that. And I was, you know, there's a lot of things I did that were probably similar to her. You know, Uh like just really jealousy, jealousy, manipulation, and like insecurity. And is when we actually broke up that I was able to like look back and be like, damn. like how you know like embarrassed by how i acted and like did you ever have a wandering eye yeah like yeah, you dude. know like i got caught oh he caught you yeah oh shit dude. he went through my phone and i feel like shit you know like i fucked up a lot and but i think that's like the beauty of toxic relationships is that you know you you can grow from them and that's why like Hopefully yeah. your baby mama. Um, it doesn't seem like she's taking any time to grow. You know. No, no. She says she's still in stage one. Yeah. But I feel like with me, like I feel like when people have wandering eyes, it's telling you something. Either he or she's not making you happy. There's no communication. The sex yeah. is bad. It's just something happened, or maybe the touch arguments to the point the love is, is, is the, it, the the toxic relationship is yeah. killing the love and everything to the point it's like. You don't want to die miserable with someone. But another theory I have also is I'm still, like, trying to decide if humans are meant to be monogamous. Because I feel like Mm. even if you had a really good relationship, you're still going to, like... You're just still going to naturally, like, want to know about other people, you know? Like, you're still going to be drawn to other people. Oh, like, um, if you're in a relationship, but you still have a track to other... You know what? Even if you're in a healthy and, like, fulfilling relationship, Uh you're still gonna like nobody can be everything that you need like one thing that you need like as much as I hate the thought of like like my if I had a man like and he was like you know talking to someone else as much as I hate that thought it's like realistic like well shit like I can't be everything he needs and vice versa like he can't be everything I need so like open relationship then. yeah but well, that, I, is, that what, still, is that what is that what you want I had that for a while but I'm just so 
It's like it's like I want it, but I want my cake too. It's like yeah, it's like I want to have my cake and eat it too, but I also just like I don't have time to be fucking with a bunch of dudes. I mean, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I could juggle like casual relationships, but not like a, ser- a serious primary relationship, and then like my secondary partners, you know, like. Yeah, that's man. That's you're like the you're like the only cousin I can talk about with this shit. Cause I was a lot of our family our cousins be like, "Oh, we're gonna talk about the good church." We're like, like you're, st- you're still stuck. You're still fucking square, dude. I always like they get to like kind of walk away or they'd be like, "Oh, you know, don't talk to Megavet. He's just too out there." It's like, well, yeah. What well, would you feel? Because if like the some of the families they all go to church and they'll they'll be like. They're just yeah. too square, they, and they, they just they sugarcoat everything. It's, it's hard to relate, and sometimes you know, to them in that area a lot of times, and that's why I stay quiet. Even still, look around my mom because she'll still. Sometimes I'm because I'm, I'm so caught up in my life that I forget that she's like not at that pace, you know, and she's not like that. Like she's not very open-minded. She's just like every guy that I say I'm gonna go on a date with. Is he Christian? Does he love God? Does he do that? You know, like, it's like, I don't fucking know. You know what I noticed? That, you know, with our family, they're more very, more like old school Mexicans and everything. And they're still trying to hold on to that, yeah. to that aggressive, like, church and this, like that. But now, it's, it's sad to say, I don't like talking like this, but, you know, when, when they do go and it's us... And we have kids when they grow up at least we're going to be different with yeah. our kids of how with relationships and us and stuff like if my kids say oh dad you never been through this I'm motherfucker I've been through all that shit like yeah. at least I'm with my dad with my relationship with my mom and dad I didn't, didn't they, they would just kind of brush it off yeah. and I think you know and I think that like our families have been through more than they're willing to talk about they just they come from a generation where they don't air out their dirty laundry you know so they're not gonna. There's probably a lot that we don't know, which is fine. Which is fine. That's on that. Like, yeah, yeah. I respect that, you know. And then, and, like, I try to like be mindful too. Like, whenever I'm like irritated with like how, how quote unquote close-minded, like you know, I feel like it can be sometimes. Uh-huh. I try to be mindful. Like, well, it's a different generation, you know. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna force them. This is how. This is all they know. And I'm yeah. thankful to grow up in a time where a lot more things are acceptable. But th- that's not how they grew up. So I'm not gonna like force someone to like change. I am, not talk about like you know these things around my family. I see that with a lot of our family, the older generation, that because of the new the millennials and and the, with the technology and the social media and all that, I feel like with our grandparents and our mothers and fathers, they're just getting left behind. They're not speeding up with the process. For us, we have to speed it up to keep up with the new generation of these kids yeah. and what's going on. It's like with me with music or podcast, I have to be up to date par with a lot yeah. of things. Even with when you see on social media, kids now these days are fucking learning so much shit. Like maybe your son and daughter learning quick. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like, oh shit, That's you know? all they do is YouTube. Yeah, my son streams his video games every Friday and Saturday night. If you guys want to watch someone play Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Like, my, my, my little one plays fucking uh, Mine, Minecraft. Like, oh, he plays Minecraft too. Oh my God, they'll go kill it. Like, get that one, get that one, you know? And But yeah, yeah these, these, the, uh, but, now these days the kids are just growing up too yeah. fast. But I think it's endearing too, like what you were saying about like them, like our family not being like, yeah. Up to date with them. I think it's endearing in the sense that, like, okay, like, it's not going to be like this forever, you know, this is like a, a last generation yeah. of that era. Like, yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's just for me. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. We're Generation X. Yeah. But yeah. them, they're like, with, with our parents and them, they're the baby boomers. But it's so cute. I think it's it's cute. Really? How so? I don't know. I just think it's cute, like, seeing them, like, put 
their reading glasses on and like look at their phone <laughs> and send all these different like super elaborate like HTML like Happy Thanksgiving like pictures and like I, Happy Mother's Day you know like <laughs> I love it I love it so much I think it's because they put a lot of thought into it and I they're, know like, they're and, super happy about it and the old school like our families are more like they're still stuck on Facebook still yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is like, good. I want that. I want it to stay like that because I never used. I know. Facebook, me too. So like, I mean, it's like my Facebook to me. I don't go on it because it's like my fucking MySpace now. Yeah. You know? Because I mean, fuck. I don't want. My mom tells me, "Do you have a Snapchat? Fuck that shit. That's drama. Yeah, I don't do Twitter. That. Fuck that. I don't like people retweeting my shit and people get it out outlandish stuff and people put you on blast. I just hate Snapchat because. Dudes are so fucking thirsty on that. I seen guys fucking girls on Snapchat. I was like, you're a fucking hoe, dude. I've just seen a lot of disgusting dicks on Snapchat. Like, oh, fucking, if you if you want to see more, just add me on your premium. Like, like dicks that like no, these are just fools like that you talk to on. This is why I don't do online dating. Cause like, oh, what's your snap? And then like you send them a Snapchat. Or and Bumble. They start sending or... in these fucking like dirty ass like dicks that have like pig skin looking like pig skins. That's what they're like. Shaft looks like you know, and like fucking like pink with fucking like gray spots. I don't know if it's healthy or not. And like, <laughs> are you circumcised or not? Because I see like <laughs> some fucking loose. Mm. I don't know. Like an ant eater. I don't want to shame anybody, but it's like an ant eater. No, I don't want to shame on circumcised. But they say either. now they say with guys with uh, they say with like normal guys they would have like like circ- they wouldn't be circumcised. They say if like you're it's it's, it's not normal if you, if you circumcise your dick. Oh well, yeah, America is like the only um, so, country that's worried about it. I mean, I my my kids they're both not circumcised mm-hmm. and I kind of want to get them circumcised because you know, you have to really clean inside of it, you know, like what's yeah. goes on. If not, it's going to get dirt, bacteria and all that. I like okay. I'll fuck with uncircumcised dicks as long as you can pull your skin back. Cause there are some dicks where you can't put their skin, pull their skin back. You're just like, well, how do you even wash? Like, is there fucking like melted cheese under there? But like, yeah, the, the only thing I the, I heard a doctor was saying that, you know, when a guy doesn't has a uh, uncircumcised dick, how is he gonna feel that sensation with the tip? Because you have that skin already covering it. So how are you gonna feel that that sensation? That's uh, why that's why you need that tip to. They, well, they say that uncircumcised dicks are more sensitive because they're covered so much. So when it actually becomes uncovered and is exposed to those sensations that uh-huh. it's like amplified. Fuck. So it's the circumcised dudes that are fucked over. <laughs> I, I, I get my sensations. Okay. Yeah, I get my sensations. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about like um, we were talking about earlier is like about the sex things and all that like everything orgasms like <laughs> you're telling me all this yeah, like you felt like this one minute guy what happened with that? Oh. <laughs> okay yeah so he he gets, well, he doesn't give me crap but like he makes me feel indirectly guilty for not being able to finish yeah. like when he's doing whatever and he doesn't understand that the only way I'll do it is like you know like if I take control you know of you know the situation and I'm like mm-hmm. moving in ways that will on, on top of him that'll make me <laughs> but he can't last long he can't last long enough and I don't want to tell him like hey well the reason I'm not doing this is because he can't last um but I don't know, for some reason, I think Maybe he's too nervous. I think I'm the one that's too nervous for, like, not being able to do that. And it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel inadequate. So, whoever's listening, who's, like, worried about, like, getting your girl off, like, don't make her... Don't... Don't worry about it so much because you're going to make her feel hella pressured and, like, hella, like, insecure about not being able to come. 
fuck, dude. Trust me. Because a lot of times they're going to be faking it. I've faked me a lot. I know when a girl faking it. I, that, that, I know. I know. Like, I, it's all dry. But like, that's okay. It's okay. She'll take care of it herself later, you know? Uh-huh. Just, there's nothing that you can give her that she can... Chances are you're going to be using a toy on her anyway. You know, yeah. she can do it herself. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Be there with her. You know, make it as... As, you know, like romantic or whatever as uh, possible. And I would be so pissed off. If, I mean, there's 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 a couple times, like if I had times, I'll, I'll be having sex with a girl and she'll be having all these orgasms and I even bust a nut and and I would just be frustrated. I just like I need to take a rest. It's like what happened? It's not you just had nine or eight orgasms. I don't even bust a nut yet because I have to earn yeah. that shit. You know, whatever. Yeah. And see, that, that's where I I could, I, I could understand where like guys who are stressed out about a girl getting off on because if a guy doesn't come while we're doing it, I'm I'm gonna feel bad too. You know, like I'm gonna feel like like I'm doing something wrong or. But it's kind of good, like. And it gets frustrating, listeners. Don't think that girls want to last like want you to last like fucking hour or anything like that. Because that one minute man we were just talking about, I actually like the fact that like he couldn't go that long because like I'm not trying to dry out, you know? Yeah, like to me, I would be like super super hella wet that all of a sudden it'll just super dry out. You're not supposed to go that long. Well, but, well there, but there's I know, but I had a skin peeled off one time. But girls like want I want a guy who can last long, last long. It's always that. Why is oh, that? They're saying that because they think that's what they're supposed to say. Nobody really wants a guy. All my friends. Okay, they'll be all honest. All my friends I talk to, they don't. Do you want, want a guy, a guy who has a long. big fucking dick and can last long? What? Okay, no. what's up with this? Okay. I gotta know. Big dicks, or they look pretty, but there's no way you can like receive them comfortably. <laughs> you know, like, and also like if they're like, okay, I'd rather take a short, a shorter fat dick, as long as it's thick. You know, or you can like. That's the one that girls are going to feel the most from. Uh-huh. But, like, longer ones, no. It's like a tampon. If something's deep enough inside you, you're not really? going to feel it. Really? Yeah. So fatter because it's stretching out. Yeah, you're going to feel more sensation from that. Okay. Okay. What? Oh, okay. So, guys, so, guys, so, like, let's say, like, black guys with big dicks. Nah, they just can't do it. I mean, I can't speak for everybody. This is what, this is what I learned, and this is what I've been reading about. Guys, they say about guys who have big dicks, they don't fucking last long. They don't, they, they're big, they don't last long and shit because they have too much blood flowing and stuff when they bust a nut. Oh, they get, sense. they have, and they have too much blood flowing. And when they bust a nut, it takes them a little bit more longer to have sex again. And, and sometimes in a way, like, it's just, no. That's then why. That's perfect. That's, that's why you should go with a small one. Like a medium man. size. Or a small one minute man. You know, like... Oh, the minute, man? I don't know. I mean... Because I, a smaller guy is not going to hurt you. You can do... I think an average sex is, should be about, like, maybe 40 minutes or 35 minutes tops. That's it. Including foreplay or just penetration? That's everything. Yeah. Foreplay like, and everything, with everything, yeah. yeah. With yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah. But not just straight up jackhammering for, like... Man, there's girls who... There's some fucking white girls or I mean, a whole bunch of girls who want to go for three or four hours. Like, what the fuck are we going to do if, like, well, have sex sounds, and break? No. You're gonna have a cramp. We're gonna have a cramp, or she's gonna get dried, or this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if it's like you're going on forever, 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 like you're gonna need a break somehow. Yeah, dude, no. Uh, That's nice to get distracted and like actually watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) I know. What is Carl doing? But yeah, it's like it's a thought. It's a thought that counts. You know, like I had an ex where he would finish. And I wouldn't finish, which was fine, but it was the fact that he said, okay, well, you can go ahead and finish yourself, and then he'd go play video games. 
For real? So if he had like let it oh, go, loser. if he had yeah, no, if he had just like let it be and not have said anything, then that would have been fine. Hell yeah. Well, we're gonna stop right here. We're gonna have a little break because we're gonna go to uh, V room right now. But we're gonna see. We're gonna probably do this. That's not bad. Twenty four minutes. Not bad. All right, we'll be back, guys.